Well, guys, welcome along. It's the time of the week for the Wally Weekly. This week, we've got an interesting build-up for the weekend. Obviously, we've missed that now that the game started on a Friday night. Um, We've got talking some average point scorers from the M-Pesa still full. And we're going to get into what looks like an interesting run-in for the top four. Um, Chelsea, West Ham, all of them putting their best foot forward. Anyway, let's get straight into it. Welcome along to the Whirly Weekly. Get straight into it. This week, I'm coming from you from the comfort of my commercial kitchen here in Australia. As I told you all, I'm pretty busy at the moment, so I've uh, managed to sneak some time in while I'm doing a couple of fry-ups for some guests. Uh, We're going to talk about the old week that's been in the Wally Cuckoo Fantasy League. Interesting uh, week. All round, really. Big winner out of the week would have to be myself and the Gold Sack FC. A, a massive 71 points and one that could only have been better if Tottenham actually had showed up. Um, but nonetheless, Tottenham have had a pretty bad week. And, and let's say uh, I'll take the 10 extra points um, to make some ground back up and, and get a, above the Kenya All-Stars. Um now within touching distance of the Empress is still full, who actually at one point had managed to drag himself into fourth position. Um, so, you know, the, the, the reigning champion that's had a massive run um, seemed to have slipped up again this weekend with a measly 37 points there. Um, let down again by Pep Guardiola, you'd have to say, and... Uh, the mill discipline from Aubameyang, meaning he didn't play. Pep Guardiola doing the what Pep Guardiola does best in uh, rotating players and stuffing up the old fancy uh, league. Uh, Sterling not even in the squad, who is captain. Uh, Gundogan not even playing. De Bruyne didn't play, so uh, I think that stuffed a lot of people, but more so... Mpesa still full, a measly 37 points. Of those 37 points that he had, 17 of them came from defenders. Um, so, yeah, measly return from the attacking half of the team. What will this... And, and going into a short game week this week, it'll be interesting to uh, see what his team selection is going to be. Some other notables to talk about would uh, would have to be the Mzungu in the mist, getting back to the top of the table there. John Stones uh, proving his his credentials is probably the best one part of the best centre pack centre back pairing the, the the league has seen. Luke Shaw, another massive contribution from him. Calvin uh, Lewin, captain, excellent choice there. Dagoretti Santos, 
John Stones again and Cancelo. You know, Manchester City just looks so dominant at the moment and, and looks like they're going to walk away with the league once again. You'd have to say that um, many of us are going to be putting the old uh, Manchester City players in the team now just to sort of shore up some points. Um, the question is, who do you go for? Because you'd have to say that uh, Champions League is now more important for Pep Guardiola than than the, the Premier League at this stage. So they're, they're, they're far enough ahead that they could sort of rotate some second-string players into the Premier League games. But who will they be? That is the question. The dream team, 62 points, second-highest scorer of the week. Um, yeah, good effort. Still, still, you know, staying strong with the Liverpool players there. Not a, not a big win for Liverpool. Well, a big win because they've changed some form around, but um, not a, not a exciting Liverpool win, you'd say. The, the selection of the round, though, would have to go to Ian Acho. Scored a hat trick against Sheffield United. Where this choice came from. Only Will would know. Um, but it certainly wasn't from any advice from uh, proper footballing people because Ineacho has been consistent, but has never looked like he's going to score a ton of goals. But a, a hat-trick against Sheffield United, great result. Interesting choice for him, though, is keeping Fernandez as his captain. wonder if that will now be changing. Stoggers FC. Uh, yes, uh, not a bad round. Um, relied a lot on on Bale and Kane. I feel Richarlison was also in some good form, unable to get on the score sheet here. Um, Mason Mount disappointing again, but Chelsea seems to be cruising along um, very well. Be interesting to see who he selects next week or this weekend. Sorry. Um, with the uh, short, small games, only four games, eight teams to select from. There are some interesting matchups though. The likes of Leeds against Fulham. Um, Arsenal have got a game in there this weekend, which will be interesting. Spurs, can they bounce back from what's been an ordinary week? Who knows? Now they're uh, the optimists. Forty-eight points. This will he will be disappointed. I can I can see him sort of getting shitty with himself here. You know he'll be he'll be studying the form for the next few weeks to try and get get some momentum in these last ten games because that midfield four that he had in of Son, who's now out injured, Salah, Jorginho, and Fernandez have all uh, failed to impress. And Patrick Bamford up front has been pretty ordinary himself. So be interesting to see what the optimists get up to there. We've talked about how poor the Impesses Phil Fool was. Kenya All-Stars, he wasn't too great either. Not a flash selection. William, strange selection, doesn't really do much. The, the big positives would have to be that he's put two Manchester United defenders in his team, which are, I think, strange because they were quite... We're quite were quite um, prone to conceding goals and then coming from behind to win. But anyway, Luke Shaw and Maguire both contributed for the team, and that's probably what saved his week, actually, that along with Cancelo. So it's interesting to see that the, the trend this week was defence 
uh, holding up for everybody. Obels, 52 points. Bit of a mediocre week, but again, defense, the massive contributor here. Cancelo, Shaw, Dallas, Azpilicueta, all uh, holding firm and, and keeping clean sheets, which means they picked up a few points there. Um, I'm surprised not to see more Chelsea players in there, especially defenders, because Thomas Tuchel is the first time in, in Chelsea's history that the manager's come in and won his first 13 games straight. Or no, not one. Been unbeaten in his first 13 games straight. Drawn nine, won nine and drawn four. So, uh, and only conceding three goals. So you'd have to think that they're going to be uh, some defenders and that being put in now as well. The Harambe stars, I reckon this bloke has uh, given up. <laughs> Or he's too busy. The, the the team looked, you know, pretty good on paper, but just unable to uh, capitalise on some uh, attacking points, to say. Smith Rowe, I thought he would have scored more points with the win over the London derby. Again, defence being the, the main contributor of points. It's a shame he didn't have Ben Duncan Dallas in his team because, you know, that's 16 points that he could... He could very well have done with to get him away from the bottom of the table. All in all, an interesting week or a tough week for points. And uh, it's not often that you see more points coming from defensive players than you do in the attacking half. Men, we mainly use all of our bank to uh, top up the attacking half of the field. But... Um, not this week. The defence has pulled through and, and, and got many of the points. With uh, many of the top teams this week, when I say many, you know, measly five or six of them, which don't include um, Liverpool, doesn't include West Ham, doesn't include Arsenal, Tottenham, and that sort of stuff. Um, with much of the team playing teams playing the FA Cup this weekend, the the Premier League sort of took a back seat, and it was an opportunity for some games in hands to be caught up as such. So we've only got four games in the Premier League this weekend, which makes for some very interesting team selection and and tactics in the Wally Cuckoo now. Tactics I'm talking about is who's still got a a, a free hit available to use um, on a week because a lot of us would have at least 50% of the of our team not not playing or not not available for points this week. So do you just you know bite the bullet and roll through the weekend uh, with whatever you've got? Or do you use free hit if you've still got one? I think, you know, Will, Will Stockdale may be the only one not to have used his free hit yet. I'll have to go back and check that. Um, yeah, it will be interesting to see what happens or, or what the team selections will be here. We'll kick off with the Leeds United travelling to Craven Cottage to take on Fulham. Now, Fulham, who are in a bit of a relegation battle, 
they do look like they're in some uh, pretty tasty form. Um, you know, the, the likes of Anguissa, Lukman, Josh Maja, all looking uh, pretty pretty spectacular in their personal form as well. So, you know, they're they're not they're not not scoring. They they're pretty sub- defensively solid, and they're back home at Craven Cottage, which. Uh, you know, I think is is a massive bonus for them, and they welcome a Leeds team that hasn't scored in four games. So, the likes of Patrick Bamford and Rafina will be hoping for some attacking returns this game. Um, whether it comes through or not, well, Bamford's got to got to play. He's got to go through a fitness test before the game to see if he'll be fit enough to play. But um, yeah, it would be interesting, the selections we have here. You'd have to say that you you probably only select the attacking, attacking players from both of these teams because they're both prone to uh, conceding a few goals um, while also scoring a few goals. I'm going for a 3-3 exciting draw, probably one of the games of the season. This could be... Uh, in terms of what it means for Fulham and and not so much what it means for Leeds, but the excitement and the show that they can put on. The second game of uh, the Premier League week is Tottenham Hotspur versus Southampton. Tottenham Hotspur. Now, this is a uh, an interesting game, I guess you could say. They are Spurs are in some terrible form I mean or not terrible form actually their form's been pretty good they've had a shocking week you know battered in the North London derby to lose 2-1 to Arsenal a bitter rival uh, take a 2-0 lead into the Europa League game against a team whose manager has just been sent to jail for six months or something like that um, uh, you would have thought they would, you know, easily progress through to the next round of the uh, Europa League, but to get done three nil um, by a team who doesn't have a manager, you know, it was. I heard a comment. It was the most Spursy thing to do: throw away a two nil first leg lead in the Europa League. But anyway, they've got to come through it. Um, this looks like a good game to to get at it. Southampton have been pretty ordinary for the last for, for 2021. Anyway, they you know have lost a few games in a row. I think it was eight or nine. Then got a win, got a draw, and now back to losing ways. Um, big injuries for for Southampton would be Theo Walcott. He's not around. Um, and that's probably about it. You know, Obafemi, whether he's back and, and playing. Carl Walker-Peters has been under a bit of an injury cloud as well. Um, you know, not contributing much in games. In terms of Spurs, there is no um, no room for error, really. They need to come bounce back with a massive win. A win here could take them above the pool in the table. Um something that I think they very desperately need. It could take them within touching, touching distance of the top four as well, something that they can still strive for. 
will the likes of Kane and and Bale um, get back to winning ways? Can they drag this team back out of the, the low point? You'd have to say this is, probably could be Bale's last season at Tottenham Hotspur. If Manchester City are looking for a striker, um, Manchester United will be looking for a striker. Liverpool are probably looking for a striker. You know, he'll be thinking, now's my time to to change teams if I want to win something, if I want to win trophies, or if I want to be playing in Europe. So, yeah, interesting. Big week ahead for Tottenham, you'd have to say. They've got, you know, a massive game this weekend and then a massive game next weekend. So uh, they've got some chances to get some points. Uh, we go to the next game of the season, of the weekend. Brighton and Hove, Albion. Welcome Newcastle United to the Amex Stadium. Now, Newcastle's last-minute equaliser against Aston Villa, I think, was a fluke. Newcastle are shot to pieces. They are out of form, well and truly in the relegation battle. There's no questioning that. They are... They are not up, uh, above this relegation battle. And a, a win for Brighton here will, will sort of take them further away and, and leave it really up to, to Newcastle and Fulham. And that's, you know, Fulham's result against Leeds could be pivotal on, on if Newcastle finish in the, in the bottom three this weekend. Um, I'd have to say that their favourites go down. I think Fulham can drag a few points back. But saying that, this weekend, this game this weekend, Brighton um, are unbeaten in all seven of their Premier League meetings with Newcastle, winning three and drawing four. Uh, and this is probably one of the teams that they got their best record against. But their style of football doesn't really um, play for, you know, no goal, you know, doesn't play into that, that strong defensive structure. It's attack and, and see how you go. And, yeah, it will be interesting to see uh, how they go, whether the likes of Ben White, Dunk, um, who else at the back there, could, uh, could keep things in check for Brighton. I have to say I think they will. I don't think, you know, I think Newcastle are missing Callum Wilson, um, a lot of their players are, are not firing. Almiron out, Maximam out. Um, so, yeah, I'd have to say a Brighton 2-0 win. The final game of the weekend comes as another London derby. Now, can Arsenal go away to the Olympic Stadium and continue um, their, their their little resurgence here, or are they going to get undone by a very well-organized West Ham team? A West Ham team that looked like they were missing the likes of, of Jesse Lingard when they played Manchester United. And, and I think that's the first time this season that West Ham have not looked like they could just beat anyone. So, you know, they sort of... They were conceding the fact that, oh, you know, Manchester United are, are second in the table. We're going to lose them. Not that they lost heavily. I just think they weren't positive going forward. So it'll be interesting to see the lineup here. I think a lot of West Ham players will be in the fantasy league. The likes of Lingard, Suchek, um, 
some defenders in there. Declan Rice, probably the goalkeeper. Fabianski, he could be a cheap option to get into into your your um, fancy Premier Leagues. History is not on West Ham's side, having won just three of their last 24 games against Arsenal. Uh, Alexander Lacazette is also on fire for Arsenal. He's their top scorer in the Premier League this season, above Aubameyang. You have to say that, probably keep Aubameyang on the bench this weekend because, you know, rocking up late to the game last week meant he was excluded from the team completely. So, yeah, interesting. Jesse Lingard has scored four goals in his last six appearances for West Ham. Uh, Two each of his last... He scored in each of his last two games at the London Stadium as well. So, um, yeah, you'd have to say this is a this is an intriguing matchup. Um, no major uh, injury concerns. You, um, I'm having a look. Maybe Agbona for Angelo Agbona for West Ham in defence. Yarmolenko, he's out as well. Um, Arsenal could be without Smith-Rowe this weekend. I'm not sure. But, yeah, interesting. Tightly contested game. I'm going for a West Ham 1-0 win. Uh, the goal will come by a penalty. And I tell you what, Declan Rice won't be letting Jesse Lingard take the penalty. That's for sure. So, uh, there you have it, guys. Four games, eight teams in play. And uh, it'll be interesting to see who you all select in your fantasy league, whether you make whole-scale changes or just roll with it, save the transfer this weekend and, and have two two replacements for next weekend. Happy picking. Well, we're coming to the end of a, uh, another episode of the Wally Weekly. Um, I'd have to say, gentlemen, it's, it's this is probably harder than making videos, to be honest, because I sound like a dreary old... Codger who's sitting in, in a dark room just uh, talking to himself and can't get his words out when I listen back to it. So to, to help us out, maybe uh, one of you might join me next week uh, as we have a chat and record it, and, and that can be the episode. Or if you want to uh, send us a topic, then um, that would be even welcome as well. Um, I, like I said, I'm, I'm thoroughly enjoying uh, doing these and, and getting back into it. But uh, I, yeah, it's a bit weird talking to yourself all the time, especially when you're, you know, you're walking around at six o'clock in the morning and there's no one here. You look a bit weird. Um, but anyway, let's talk football next week and get into it. And I'd love one of you to uh, join me on the episode next week. It would be uh, a great privilege. So, yeah. Anyway, I hope you're all keeping well, and uh, we'll talk to you all soon. But for now, Kwaheri. Kwaheri sana,